Good morning. You've joined the Spirit-Filled Life Daily Devotional Series. I'm in for Michael Collier today, who is allowing his voice and throat to recover um, after a weekend of preaching. Uh, we are in a discussion about what it looks like to not only have the Spirit, but live in step with the Spirit, and to produce the fruits of the Spirit, and also to exercise the gifts of the Spirit. That whole category is a massively important category of the spiritual life and the journey that we enjoy with the Lord. Today, I want to take you to John chapter 7 for your scripture this morning. In verse 37 through 39, there's this great conversation from Jesus about living water uh, and living a life refreshed by living waters. And so let me read. On the last and greatest day, so that's important because what he's about to say is probably of utmost importance. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. So this is meant, uh, by this he meant the Spirit, um, who those who believed in him would later receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. In this passage of scripture, there are two stages of dealing with living water or the life of the Spirit or receiving the Spirit. The first was just to drink a, a little bit of refreshing. The second is to overflow. And these two stages or steps still exist in our spiritual lives. The one is a dependency for sort of daily drink, and the other is an abundancy or an abundance, that's a better word, and an overflowing from the, a river or, or a well of living water. This conversation about a well of living water and the sources of our joy starts actually right in the Old Testament in Genesis. Did you know, for instance, that until the flood, there was no rain that came from the skies down, but instead that the earth was refreshed from wells underground up. But only at the flood did God sort of change the chemistry of the earth, and it had lots of consequences, including people living shorter and um, the, the flooding and washing out of the earth and entered into the cycle of uh, the seasons of drought and rain. And it's an important idea because all the way through to John uh, chapter 4, when Jesus talks to the woman at the well, this concept of water that comes from clouds versus water that comes from wells is a topic of conversation. In fact, in the book of James, uh, Jesus, uh, uh, I beg your pardon, James cautions us that some people are like uh, clouds without rain and that uh, just blown about by every wind of doctrine, but not really uh, producing anything. And to this day, you can choose to live your life in two kinds of ways. The one is to wait for a mysterious moment or source from the heavens to save you for another season or to allow the Holy Spirit to produce or cultivate or create a well on the inside of you so that the source is of a living water from the inside rather than from an external source uh, from the outside. And this is the difference in the spirit-filled life that I'm no longer dependent upon some external factor to nourish me and the work of my hands, but that God has put within me by the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, living water that waters all things. Uh, Corinthians says one man uh, sows, another man waters, God gives the increase. That there's this partnership between my labor and the watering that comes from the, in the 
person of Jesus, the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so there's something pretty significant about how those two ideas work. And this morning, I want to encourage you to allow the Holy Spirit to become a well within you that uh, flows in abundance, that cup runneth over, rather than waiting for a cloudburst over your life. And to eliminate this idea of begging the Lord for a cloudburst over our lives to bless us, and rather saying, Lord, I, I want to live in the abundance of uh, an, an overflowing living water or a well from the inside out. And so with that in mind, I want to encourage you concerning three things. First of all, clouds are good, but wells are better. Clouds are good, but wells are better. Cloud bursts, former and latter rain, these are the amazing uh, works of God that are like acts of revival, and they are wonderful. But living water is what Jesus came to put on the inside of each of us. No longer dependent on the economy and system of this world, but now an internal source of life. And it's life-giving to all that it touches. I think that's very important. Our dependency needs to be cultivated in the spirit inside of us. Now, replace clouds with any external things, waiting for the right relationship to make you happy, the right career to make you happy, something external that you're waiting for to burst over your life and make it green. No, it's the Lord on the inside, abundantly flowing from that, touching everything and making it an oasis, a place of joy. Think about the Garden of Eden and how that God didn't create the cycle of rain until the flood. He instead created wells of living water. I think that's a very, very powerful thing. Good morning, Jeremy. The, the second idea is that water and labor works together. One man waters, uh, one man sows, another man waters, God gives the increase. I must do my labor and then trust that the Lord will water the work I've done. Sometimes we just ask the Lord to bless and we haven't put anything into the ground to bless. And sometimes we keep laboring and laboring and don't just sit back a little and let the Lord do his thing. The spirit-filled life says, I did my bit and I'm confident that the Lord will do his. You need to rest a bit and leave it in God's hands. Don't keep scratching, pulling out, inspecting or worrying Leave it in God's hands. That is the spirit-filled life. And how do you do that? Well, you allow the river of living water on the inside of you to give you peace and to refresh you. And if, and if you can't see it, it's okay because you can see it in your heart. Can't see it externally, but I can see it internally. We should talk about the internal, external things sometimes. It's huge because sometimes things that look big on the outside are very, very small in our hearts. And sometimes things that are very big in our hearts might seem very small to the world. There's an equation there that's worth a, con a conversation. And then thirdly, uh, Jesus invites us to come drink and then in the very same scripture suggests we should uh, gush. And I think that that relationship is very important of receiving and releasing. Some people give out, give out, give out and don't, we don't drink enough. And so at some point that equation hurts us. And some people constantly a drinking, 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 receiving, 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 and then in the end, uh, not overflowing. So it's sort of a, a, an, an unmet need uh, that constantly seems to prevail. Let's pray and ask the Lord that in the spirit-filled life that we will receive appropriately and we will release appropriately, and the tension of the balance will remain uh, appropriate, that there's a, a time, a time to receive and a time 
a time to give. And there is something about the importance of that that allows us to genuinely live in a spirit-filled life. It's a type of equation, one of many in our lives, a little balance that we have to achieve. And so today my prayer for you will be that you will be dependent upon the internal supply of the well of the Spirit rather than building a life on the external hopes of the occasional cloud burst. What a change from the Old Testament. And actually, it's going back to the original idea. Remember Genesis? I'll wrap up now. Remember Genesis? Uh, nourishing the earth from a well and not from a cloud and all the way back to Jesus. Let's go back to a well and not a cloud. And so the restoration is renewed again. I think that's a wonderful thing. And I just absolutely love the way the Lord does stuff like that. Well, it's absolutely wonderful to see you all commenting this morning. And I look forward to being with you for the whole of next week of our pastors the week off. Shall we pray and trust the Lord for this day? Father, thank you that you are by the Spirit, a well of living water inside of us. It was important that you were glorified, Jesus, and that you went to heaven so that you could send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, to dwell within us. We're grateful that you have restored the very original design of a world watered by ground waters, wells of living water, that you've restored it again in our own hearts. We pray that we will live the Spirit-filled life by acknowledging and drawing from the well of living water in each of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.